Richards Bowie Versus Tillian Is this year when I'm glowy Am I killing? I hope it's not a blowy Or a villain It's time for Bowie versus Dylan. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Bowie versus Dylan. I'm Charlie, and I like Bowie. I'm Jake, and I love Dylan. And this fine day, we are presenting the fine year of. 2011. Now, Chaz, don't you mean the 10th anniversary of the 10th anniversary no, of 1991? Exactly. We're not up to the 10th anniversary. Yet. Oh, what? Of the 10th anniversary of 1991? Uh, we sure are. That's what Jake, my math says. That bit has been used. It's been used. You know what? I think that's uh, a bit too Why don't made. you instead talk about Stupid our Charlie. fair friend, huh? Bob Dylan, in 2011? You know what? what? On earth he did. I might. Besides uh, touring, besides yeah. doing 478 dates <laughs> in a year with only 365 days. You know what he did? Sometimes sometimes he does two, three shows a day. No problem. One in Australia, same day, New Zealand, let's say. <laughs> Just right across the pond. Right across. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, sometimes impromptu, hotel room. Absolutely. Do you know, those count. What if we... Fly. The bootlegs on those cost a pretty penny, don't mind telling me. They are sweet. And they also count for that year. What if we had found out that he was like, his numbers included him just playing every afternoon for like one person? <laughs> like, He's like, that's new, a concert. Out of the guitar at his living room. <laughs> this tour is never ending. To his wife. <laughs> for, All right. you know, five, ten minutes. Yeah. I mean, there's got to, he has standards. Uh, let's do some. Let's do some never-ending tour for the year hey, 2011. Hey, since hey, since we're it. chatting about it anyway, did, did it end in 2011? Uh, let me check my notes. Let me check. I gotta go on Google here quick. Click 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 click. Are you are you saying click? Hold on. See if you can. Can you hear this? Yeah. Oh, I'm clicking, baby, and it is. It's really working. Hey, just uh, say no, okay? Okay, hey, no, Sorry. it didn't end. Speaking of jokes that we've done too much, that's one joke <laughs> that I've done too much. You know what, Chaz? You're really on our case already this episode yeah, about I stuff am. we've I done am. too much. Maybe I just expect a little bit more, Jake. Maybe I just wow. respect the audience a little bit more than you do. You know what? Have you ever thought of Jake? I'll have tell you. Have, uh, have you? Of course you have, Jake. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. Uh, <laughs> we got a very we got a we got an almost glowing review on iTunes recently. Uh, hey, whoa! By whoa. a gentleman or lady um, who said that we, they really like the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. But at the very end, they gave it four out of five stars. And I presume that the 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 missing star is because he says or she says that we uh, interrupt each other too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which, that was probably that was probably mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "This is great." I saw her earlier today. And yeah, she was telling me again that she she's she's become a super fan. Jay. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. She's got. She's really into it. Yeah, she's really been enjoying. She's it. leaving comments left and right. She's really know. boosting she's been our profile. Like, watching like cracking down the stuff that sounds the most interesting. She was telling me about watching. Uh, she, watched, she watched something from Dylan recently. Oh yeah. Oh that that big that big documentary the uh, the Don't what? Look Back. Don't Look Back. Yep, yeah, she watched yeah. that. Recently. Oh, that's a classic. And then she was gonna watch the. Um, 
the music video with David Bowie and Tilda Swinton from 2013. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. In which that they in which they play completely like I don't know, average suburban middle aged people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious, and there's all these young people, young androgynous people, are, like threatening them. It's yeah. it's a pretty interesting video. Anyway, well. she was talking about watching that, but she didn't want to do that in public because she wasn't sure what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to see? She wasn't sure who. Well, she wasn't sure like how you know how this is how far the prologue this was going to go, which is like, it's. It's a good thing to think about, you know. You know, that's a, that's kind with of with the David Bowie music video. You never really know. That's kind of an NSFW for moms, you know. Yeah, well, for, yeah, <laughs> definitely for grandmas. Definitely. For grandmas. Yeah. For grandmas. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, I assume that uh, our mother wasn't on tour for the whole of 2011, but I'll tell you who was. Chance. Well, I can't remember what she was doing. She it was been. Bob Dylan. He was on hey, tour. Well, yeah. Yay! He did 89 shows in 2011. Um, and lest you think that he was just, you know, kind of kind of slacking it that year. Cause it's yeah, below, what was he doing the other three quarters of the day? It's, <laughs> it's below his average of 100 a year. He kind of he traveled the world. So he did, uh, he did 89 total. He did seven in Asia. He did 10 in Oceania. He did 43 in Europe. He did one in the Middle East. That was in Tel Aviv, Israel. And he did all, a paltry 28 in North America. So he's kinda, he was globetrotting. Uh, let me mm. give you let me give you a piece of a controversy corner here for Bob Dylan. Yeah, controversy. Let's uh, go. So you might have noticed that he played some shows in Asia. Uh, that included two concerts in China. That was a concert apiece in Beijing and Shanghai. And as you know, their government is um, not uh, big on freedom of speech. Shall we say? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. They monitor and uh, sort of uh, lord over all of the things that are expressed in that country, mm-hmm. at least in at least in public. Um, so Bob Dylan got himself in hot water with basically the rest of the world because um, people assume that his set list had to have been kind of checked out and approved by the Chinese government. Okay. Um, and in fact, he did not sing any quote unquote protest songs as he usually does. Um, he did deny that he was being censored. Uh, but nevertheless, he was pilloried by a group of people who, I don't know. I mean, I wonder about like the fans that swore him off in the seventies when he wasn't a protest singer, and then they swore him off again in the eighties when he didn't come back again, and then yep. they swore like how many of these people are left that are like hardcore Dylan fans? But then like, oh, that's it. That's the last straw. <laughs> he <laughs> hey, played. He, he played. In he didn't do protest songs again. Yeah, Dylan, anyway. He Dylan, was like, came back. I heard I heard some rumors that he might come out with a new album this year, Jake. You heard those rumors? No. Have you really? It pop up somewhere. I don't know anything about it. It popped up on some oh. message board I was not really paying attention to. Well, I... But... I think we need to end this podcast right now. What if he, like, came back with protest songs now? <laughs> this would be a totally Dylan thing to do. Yeah. Is wait, you know, 60 years. Yeah. And then release like one album of protest songs again. Yeah, just to mess with everybody. And then ride into the sunset. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? It would be great. Who knows? Well, 2011 was not that. Yeah, was not that time. On TV or something. I don't know. He just gives it back. He's like, I'll keep the 800 grand though. <laughs> uh, so I he's threw it in the pile. Yeah, just put it with my other awards. Uh, so he was accused of being a hypocrite, and some people said, a little too dramatically, that he lost his, quote, hero status, Jazz. <laughs> oh, if he hasn't lost it by 2011. He's not my hero okay, anymore. Folks, come on. 2011? Come, come on, on, Bob. 
All right, what else did he do? I'm glad you asked. He also <laughs> released <laughs> he released an album. Well, his, rec- his record company released an album. And how many uh, covers did he have on it? All of them? It was a live album oh, and from 1963. It was in concert at, I never know how to say this university name. Maybe you can help me. Brandeis? Brandeis? Brandy? Brandi? Brandeis? Brandeis University, 1963. Uh, this is just before he kind of hit it big, obviously. like um, Some of his protest music was out and stuff like that, but he was just about to get famous. But he was still yeah. kind of barn burning, still doing a lot of shows. At, burning Barnes. He was burning Barnes at university. Had been charged with arson yet? It was later on. Absolutely. That was 64. First charge of arson <laughs> for burning them barns. <laughs> burning so many barns. <laughs> so many barns. Uh, All right, so that happened. Uh, His record company released three, not one, not two, but three totally unnecessary career-spanning compilations this year. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I'll just Uh, I'll run them down. The same. All right, go go ahead. Well, I I just want. I'm I'm sure you're very interested in all this, and and so. Well, I have questions, but I kind of feel like you explaining them will answer all my questions. Well, I don't know very much about it because, like, okay. So, I mean, the only interesting thing is always thinking like. Uh, how many, how many, how many albums are they stuffing, you know, his career-spanning best ofs onto? Um, so for all-time best, Dylan on Sony. Wait, all-time best semicolon Dylan. This was released in the UK on March 29th. That was one CD. So that's all the best ones. <laughs> like, how do you do that with a I guy like, know. like Dylan or Bowie or anybody who's been around? The, like, how you put their entire career on? One disc. And I also wonder who who is the audience for this at this point. Like, is somebody yeah. is somebody really going to be like, wow? I wonder. I wonder about this Dylan fellow. I should check hey. out a one CD hey, compilation. Let me see here. I've heard of Bob Dylan. I've heard of Bob Dylan. But I'm going to need to know just as the hits on. <laughs> I'm going to need, but not all the just hits. the all time best, not the best. I want, to, I want some good songs, but not all of his really famous good songs. I need those wouldn't all fit on one disc. I want just some of them. I need the all time best, and I also live in the UK, so this is perfect for me. <laughs> All right, the second one that came out was called Pure Dylan. Oh, that's the good stuff. Pure. Ooh, pure, uncut, uncut pure. Dylan. That's some good white horse. Pure Colombian Dylan. Oh, baby. From the Bolivian rainforest of Fresh as the music. snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And the, the second one, uh, or the third one, excuse me, is called Beyond. Wait, tell us more about Pure Dylan. Oh, it was, it was, a, it was released... It was a one CD career-spanning collection, but this was this was stateside. So in case you didn't live in the stateside. UK and you were one of those people that just you I'm had to know about Dylan, I'm going stateside. I'm singing. I'm singing one of the worst Tim Machine Time songs ever. It's called oh, States. I was too. And naturally, we just talked about the last episode and it popped right into my brain. Oh boy, there it was. Talk about talk about pure uncut sweet music <laughs> right <laughs> in your brain. <laughs> Pure as all the drugs. Oh, gosh. They don't make it like that anymore, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Uh, All right, so the third one is called Beyond Here Lies Nothing, which is... Oh, hey. Hey, whoa. Hey, somebody put some thought in that title. It was, and that was the name of a song that was about to come out in 2012. No, I guess it had just come out. Anyway, that was a two-CD greatest hits collection that didn't have anything to do with the title of the song. I don't even know if that was on there or not. Maybe it was the last song on there. 
Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, sometimes they'll stick that new song on the greatest yeah. collection, which, come on, guys, what are we doing? But yeah. every once in a while, it's actually a worthwhile song. Well, that is a good song, but that was on an album already. So we talked about that song. No, I don't remember. I, <laughs> thank you for your honesty. All right. Hey. Uh, oh, next, uh, the show, the reboot of Hawaii Five-0 on some station. <laughs> used an outtake from Shot of Love called Don't Ever Take Yourself Away. That ha- I didn't even listen to that. That has to be terrible. Yeah, but, like, Jake, come on. How many times have we talked about how the outtake from these worst albums is the one song that should have been on the album? This could be it, Jake. This could be the one song that should have been on Shot of Love that would have made it not so horrible. It's still from Shot of Love, and it's still 80s, Dylan, and something, you just have to gr- draw the line in the sand sometimes, Chess. Oh, man, you know not for this podcast. All right. No, Next. All in, Jake. All You know, don't ever in. take yourself away from that attitude, Chess. That's I'd like to remind you of great. the episode immediately before this one when I listened to a whole bunch of Tin Machine. Yeah, I've listened to some bad music, Chaz. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. you to it more than once to like try to create some kind of you know valid opinion of it? You know what? I take copious notes and I do album matrixes Jake, for all of the bad albums. Just Chaz? Just a little more about the audience than you do, Jake. <sighs> Maybe half of the members of this podcast just care a little bit more. I'm glad that you gave me a compliment there and not you. <laughs> I'm one Let's just think about podcast. what would Bowie do? He would be yeah. a gentleman, a classic. Later day Bowie, not early day Bowie. He would be <laughs> nice and people would like him and he'd you know, help people out. Uh-huh. And what would Dylan do? Uh, he would forget that he we ever had his, this conversation. <laughs> he would have his own bus that no one else was allowed on yeah. and would go there yeah. and grunt about stuff. Mm-hmm. He'd treat us like Joan Baez, basically. <laughs> oh! Again and again and again. <laughs> oh! Yikes. Every five years for his entire career. Uh, here's something he did with some other people, just speaking of which. <laughs> uh, he can't be bothered to actually have relationships with his band or anything like that on the road. But at the 53rd Annual Grammy Awards, more Grammys talk here. This is a... Uh, hey, it's, another, it's, a, it's an episode full of classic bits. Do you remember... It's, a, it's a greatest hits. It's a one just greatest hits of our <laughs> This is all the best stuff, baby. <laughs> all the best stuff. Uncut. We've got to find a way to get Mick Ronson in there. Sure. I, I don't, it doesn't make any sense in my side. We're all <laughs> hopped up on goofballs over here. <laughs> um, so do you remember why the 2011 Grammy Awards were uh, somewhat famous or set themselves apart from the other million Grammy Awards? Mm, think about it for think. just a second. Um, you you might know this. An, an on-stage anecdote or something? Nope. I mean, no, something okay. happened on stage, but it was it was rewar- uh, reward award related. I was my guess is it's the one where Kanye West came up and like insulted Taylor Swift on stage. Uh, that is not correct, although that's a great okay. guess. Uh, our, I thought it was a pretty good guess. Yeah. It was a great hey, great guess. Hey, great it's, guess. Yeah, and you know, without a multiple choice question, you uh, it was like, uh, I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce should have won. Yeah. Right, here we are talking about Kanye West again. Uh, I don't know how <laughs> this happens. Hits, how does this happen? Hits. <laughs> we should have played the hits. We're talking about Kanye West a lot for an artist who I don't own any of his albums. Anyone uh, ever heard of Mick Ronson? Let us tell you about him. <laughs> <laughs> I Kanye West's first name was Mick. That'd be great. <laughs> Mick West. Uh, Kanye is a pretty iconic <laughs> name. Yeah, it is. I think probably more people are named Kanye now than Mick. Don't you think? Well, I think Mick was, in most cases, was just, you know, short for Michael. So right. I'm still thinking there are more Michaels than Kanye's out there. Oh, well, yeah. 
Michael's like always the third most given name of any. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's circle back to this non sequitur <laughs> that I had started. It turned into different non sequiturs. All right. Uh, so this is the this is the year that the Arcade Fire won Album of the Year. Hey, well, for hey, the suburbs. And right. uh, this is the first Good time on. that like you know some alternative quote unquote band had had sort of won Album of the Year. Um, the funny part is that it didn't win Best Alternative Album. Which a lot it was, of that happens. It was also nominated for that. Uh, that was the Black Keys for some, one of their albums. Um, Brothers. Wow. How'd you Brothers? know that? Did, you ever, did you ever like the Black Keys? Not really. I mean, I'm okay with them, but no, I don't own any yeah. albums. Right? Okay. Great. Good conversation about that. <laughs> uh, so so Dylan's, Dylan's contribution to the 53rd Annual Grammy Awards... Uh, is that he came swaggering out during a surprise performance, and he joined all of the Avett brothers and all of Mumford and Sons uh, for a version of Maggie's Farm, and this was hey, this hey, was Tim, part I'm of no cover that Tim Machine. Yeah, I know. Gosh, <laughs> just God, you just had to stick it right in there. <laughs> Who cares about Tim Machine? Can we stop talking about Tim Machine? <laughs> Moratorium on Tim uh, Machine. It was 2009, by the way, it was when Kanye West interrupted Taylor Swift. All right, thank you for close. that. I thank you close. for that. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, so this is a very Grammys thing, and I thought I thought it was Yeah, hilarious. when they put somebody together with somebody else who, you know, one of them's old and classic, one of them is temporarily relevant. Right, or like uh, kind of hot at that moment, kind of right. trendy. But they got to be sure that it's not somebody with any kind of staying powder. Not somebody right. who, like, you know, nine years from then, anyone's going to care about Mumford and Sons. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. No. no, in fact, that that time is now. <laughs> that time is definitely now. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but the even the even more Grammy part, it was even Grammier for them to call this a quote special salute to acoustic music. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all of it, oh, like all yep. of the acoustic yep. music. <laughs> yeah, all of it. <laughs> Uh, the year was negative uh, 5,000 when the first human banged a rock on another rock. And His name was Bob Dylan. His name was Bob Dylan, and acoustic music was born. Hey, did John Mayer show up for some reason? I, show people, I feel like he shows up for stuff like this. He does, not he, he was not in these guys. This was the... This Maybe was interpreting the, Your Body's a Wonderland or something like that. This acoustically. was the very special uh, tribute to, like... Just douching around. Unwashed beards and trucker's <laughs> oh, hats. Sure, sure. And, like, okay. everybody looked like they were that, lived in that Portland. That end of things. Lived in not, Portland, Not the John Mayer. No, I'm not just... <laughs> Not the slicked out John Mayer. We're talking. We're talking pure unwashed hippie kind of like. But they dressed as steamboat captains. You know that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have a little. I have a little uh, game for you here. There were there were eleven people on the stage besides Bob Dylan for this. All lined up like pretty little ducks in a row. Okay. All right. They were all playing an instrument of some kind. And uh, out of the eleven, Shaz, how many were banjos? <laughs> Well, it wasn't a salute to acoustic music, so I'm going to go, yeah. I'm gonna go three. Okay, you're close. It three was, banjos. It was two. Okay. All How right. many upright basses were in the 11 people? Um, it's got to be two also. Oh, that's one. You're overshooting okay. just a little bit. I mean, well, I was just feeling like, you know, I couldn't see how you could have more than one, but I mean, there's 11 people. you gotta, you got to get creative. With they got to be playing. They were all playing an instrument, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, how about a cello? How many cellos were on stage? Yeah, only one of those. All right, you're right about that. How many accordions? Yeah, there's no way there's more than one accordion on, yeah. this, on this stage. Oh, you'd think they'd try to squeeze one more in, but you're right. It's one. Congratulations. How many 
electric guitars on this special salute <laughs> to acoustic music. Three. You're right. And I know you're not doing. Boom. I know you're not doing the math, but you'd be able to get this if you had been. How many acoustic guitars on this special salute? Special salute to acoustic music. Uh, just one. Oh, there were three. And Bob, Do- and Bob Dylan's got it. Are <laughs> there any drums up there? Acoustic drums? No drums. No drums? No. Everyone was everyone was really laying into their instruments in kind of a in a in a percussive way, though. You know, they were, were they just stomping like, along. To oh, the they're way. stomping. They were having a hoot nanny. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was many, uh, everyone was sweating and how screaming. How many jugs? How many jugs in the back? No jugs. Oh man! I mean, what what's more acoustic than a jug band? And how many saws? How many people were playing saws? No, they left all their saws in Portland, Oregon. No, sorry, <laughs> sorry. You know what? And I have to. I <laughs> have to say, any saw related mishaps may shave off their carefully <laughs> curated beards. Exactly. Like they spent two hours looking unwashed that morning. <laughs> it's like we're going to the Grammys, fellas. Yeah, come on. Like the Muppets. There were six guitars on stage along with two banjos. Yep. What is going like what on earth are they, they were just playing the same thing? Yeah. And it's Maggie's Farm, which is the world's most simple song. It's like one to two chords at the most. Yeah. And Dylan was doing all the heavy lifting. Although he was he was in fine form. Like he came out with a swagger. He was like shuffling along. Yeah. He was shuffling. He was like <laughs> moving. He had a sly smile. He looked like Vincent Price, come back from the dead. <laughs> Great! It was a really good. Per- it was actually. He's coming out there like, oh, I'm still famous. These He's like, where days. am I? In three years. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, have you ever seen? There is a band that builds itself as the largest band ever, mm. and they take anybody who wants to be part, and they like play, you know, in, I don't know, stadiums because they take up the entire field. You know, okay. they go on a football field, I but they'll play like that. Does sound familiar. I, I, I ran across a video because they played Rebel Rebel one time. Mm, yeah. And so it's just like, I mean, there's 50 guitars on, wow. on the segment, you know, and Only. there's, you know, 60 people playing drums and it, it's kind of intense. Yeah, that sounds intense. But it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> it's worth, worth looking at. They probably done Dylan at some point. So I, don't I, don't, I can't think of the name of the band right now, but I think it's, I think it's the Avett Brothers and Mumford and Sons together. That's the world's biggest <laughs> band. <laughs> With Bob, featuring Bob Dylan. <laughs> featuring Bob Dylan. <laughs> and there were 22 accordions. <laughs> All right, so uh, we have a couple more things to talk about here. This is going to be kind of a lean episode for me, um, and I know it is I know it is for you. Hey, it's okay to have. We can do a uh, like vinyl-length one. You know what? I'll give you... I'll give rather, you than, rather than mid-'90s CD release where every second was filled up, we could, we could just do a vinyl, you know, 40-minute show. It'd be okay. I will, uh, I will give you a choice as to whether you even want to know about this next thing. This is exciting. This is kind of like a live radio kind of a thing. Um, a documentary came out called Bob Dylan Revealed, and it was directed by a, uh, a director named Joel Gilbert. Do you want to know? Joel Gilbert. Do you want to know anything about Joel Gilbert? That's the question no. I have for you. You don't? Yeah, I guess a little. A little. I don't. Uh, I don't even know if I want to tell you. That, uh, all right, I'm getting a little interested now. I wasn't, but now, no, I'm a little bit. All right. Yeah. Well, he's an extreme alt right wing conspiracy theorist. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Who has who has an otherwise normal appreciation for Bob Dylan? So like, <laughs> he he made an actual <laughs> documentary about Bob Dylan using footage yeah. and stuff like that. He's in a. Uh, he performs as Bob Dylan. With original Bob Dylan band members, I don't know what that means. In quote, the world's only Bob Dylan tribute band. That can't. I, what what kind of advertising? That's not. Is that? That's flagrantly false. I mean, that's like. That's like I don't even know what to say about that. And the, <laughs> the band is called Highway Sixty One Revisited. 
Hey, uh, well. So don't go see them, I guess. It's a little too obvious of a reference there. For yeah, us. and I think his film... You, com- come, you can get a little more clever than that, you know? But his his love of Bob Dylan is very on the nose, it seems. he. I think part of one of his production companies is called like Highway 61 Production or something like that. Um, his, his IMDb credits are alarming and disturbing. Um, he has done like conspiracy documentaries, quote unquote, about uh, Barack Obama not being born in this country oh, sure, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Zionism and, and this kind of stuff. Um, he's also done fake documentaries where he makes what looks like a documentary about, like, for instance, Elvis still being alive. Like they found Elvis. Okay. And so he makes a document. Is it meant to be a joke? Like, is yeah, it mocking? It's meant you to know? be. A, is it like. It's meant to be a joke. Are we talking this is Spinal Tap? Is it hilarious or what? Well, I'm not going to watch it. I don't know. <laughs> I, okay. I think it's supposed to be funny. Let's watch Spinal Tap instead. Um, anyway, I thought it was funny because on IMDb, much like on Wikipedia, you can, you can enter some stuff in there. Yeah. If you yeah. know something about it. Yeah. So his only nickname <laughs> on there, they have like nicknames. Yeah. Uh, his only nickname was Trash Human Being. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. I mean, so, only his close friends. Yeah, that's right. Bob Dylan may have called him that one time, <laughs> um, and then actually he got called whoever, he called whoever that guy was to get point the camera in his face for like three straight months. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to say who that was. <laughs> What's that guy? That trash human <laughs> being over there. Uh, and that got me thinking about. I can only think of one real example, but that got me thinking about uh, like politicians or. It's usually politicians who idolize a musician and love them to death and like grew up with them and et cetera like that. But yeah, the, yeah. their politics misaligned so much that the the musician can't possibly like return any of this love or right. like give what them the time that? of day. There was something with Ted Cruz lately. I yeah, think. that's one of them. Um, the other one I'm thinking of is Chris Christie from New Jersey. He loves Bruce Springsteen like to yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. But Bruce Springsteen basically like gives him the middle finger every time he sees him because okay, man, I think that's the one I was thinking. I don't think I was thinking of Ted Cruz. I think Ted I was Cruz does that. like somebody though. I thought I might I'm be wrong. Different. I'm not coming up with anything. But that's it's, that's what I was thinking about. Where like he really desperately wanted to use Bruce Springsteen and gets turned down over and over. Like, Bruce that might be Chris Christie. His music. He's kind know. of I the most. I was thinking of Chris Christie. I'm pretty sure. Once he said that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was kind of funny. I don't know if Bob Dylan's even aware of this person, but he's not aware of a lot of things. So. Hey, who is? Um, all right, and then the last thing I, mean, I have to talk about, Chaz, is uh, a personal controversy between whoa. between uh, myself and you and this podcast. Chaz, I missed <laughs> uh, I, uh, what I missed hey, one whoa, of. This is getting really a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chaz, I hate to tell you this, but I'm I'm on another podcast with Bowie and Dylan. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. It's called Dylan versus Bowie, and I'm sorry. You're cheating on me. I'm cheating on you with another Dylan and Bowie podcast. Um, that's not true. You're the only one for me, Chaz. <laughs> yeah, I, that makes me, makes me more uncomfortable than the day before. <laughs> Go back to cheating on me, would you? <laughs> uh, I missed something from 2010. I just totally whiffed. There, what? I know. A bootleg series came out at the end of 2010, and I thought it came out in 2011 for some reason. So oh, I know. So I'm going to be here. I'm going to be forced to review this bootleg series. It should have been on 2010. I didn't. I didn't get around to going back to see if it would affect our points for 2010. It probably would. But obviously that ship that ship <laughs> is sailed. I, oh, boy, won in 2010, I remember. But by how much? Well, some look, uh, I didn't look up what you did. I don't keep track of yours. I, could, I got 
He, well, he had five points. He had, a, he had oh. quite a bit come through. You know what? I actually do have to check my notes. This is, this I mean, is crazy. I don't know. I don't know how we. Do I should have done this before now, but. Well, I don't know either. Okay, you know what? This is a public interest thing. I, I'm, I'm sure everyone is dying to know how this affects. I am dying to know. Oh man, does that mean I have to find it? 66, 2015, 96. It's really early. It's episode 1970. 13. Yeah, 1990. Going way back. Way back. Dude, that's... I, I, I must not have had awkward, my... The awkward teenage years of the uh, podcast. Not when it was the <laughs> silver fox that it is today. <laughs> oh, it has aged beautifully, my friends. Uh, my routine must have been all messed up. Because usually I don't miss stuff, I don't think. 86. We getting closer. 78. Notable contributors. Man, keep going. 2013, 71, 89. We're getting closer. 83. Okay, 78 was just right, right after it. You said 78. 78 was the episode right after 2010. Oh. Okay. I thought that was 78 ready. was? 78 was the episode right after 2010. Oh, man. Between 64 and 78. All right. Yeah. All right. This is ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. Well, I can't find it. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Folks at home, you would take a look for it. During oh, you know sleep. what? I got it right I, here. I got it right, right. here. Uh, Dylan got a one point five, so it's not going to threaten. Oh, hey. Okay. It's not going to hey, threaten the year. Okay. No. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, I'm All sure right. that was thrilling for the podcast audience. <laughs> I actually checked my notes for like a long time. All right. What I got it here wasn't a running gag. It was actually just checking notes for a long time. <laughs> And it turns out my notes are garbage, and I couldn't find it for like five minutes. <laughs> no wonder you're always rubbing your notes for exactly. <laughs> I'm rubbaging for my... Never, it was never a joke at all. It was actually, it was <laughs> I'm rubbaging... In your garbage notes. I'm rummaging for my sanity, and I still haven't located it. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about the Bootleg Series Volume 9. Bob Dylan made this, and it's called The Whitmark Demos, 1962 to 1964. Um, Copy us years, eh? Hey. These are, these are early years. He was very prolific back then. So what songwriters used to do before Bob Dylan like murdered Tin Pan Alley in his own way um, was that they used to, if you're a songwriter, you weren't necessarily a performer, but you went and you recorded demos of your songs for publishing companies. Mm-hmm. And you normally went, if you were in New York, uh, you were part of the Tin Pan Alley set, you went to the Brill Building, they shoved you in like a little closet with a microphone, and you just did demos of your songs. And what you were hoping, and your publisher was hoping, who uh, would give you an advance for your services and then a small percentage of each sale of a song um, that a singer would sing your song. Um, so you were hoping to write a hit song for like Frank Sinatra, let's say. Yeah. And you yeah. went into this little room and you just you took your piano usually and you, you you sang like a little version of your song with the lyrics and all that stuff. And then that got passed on through your publishing company to the record labels and the artist would hear your song and they'd say, hey, that sounds like a hit, baby. And uh-huh. they'd record it with an orchestra or whatever. And then if they had a hit, then you as a songwriter, you got some residuals, usually half a penny per sale of that song. Nice! Nice. Now that can add up. We're talking millions and millions of sales back then, Chaz. Anyway, Bob Dylan in 1962, uh, right after he got started, like any other self-respecting songwriter, he went to a publishing company um, called Whitmark. Actually, he went to one called Leeds previously, um, but then it turned out to be Whitmark for the majority of his time as a, as a demo artist. Yeah, yeah. So he went, and he was very prolific back then. He was writing songs, like, daily. 
and some of the most famous songs he ever wrote. He just kind of brought in here and did little versions of them. Example. Example. Oh, all of them. Let's, let me just read you some. So early on, yeah. it was stuff like uh, Hard Times in New York Town, mm-hmm. uh, Blowing in the Wind. You may have heard of that one. No, uh, never. A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. Maybe you've heard of that nope, one. Never. Uh, let's see. Talking John Perch, Paranoid Blues, Masters of War. Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. Oh, I've been yeah. walking down the line. That one. Uh, <laughs> Girl from the North Country. Uh, only a hobo when the ship comes in, the times they are changing. Maybe you heard of that one. No, no, no you haven't. Okay. Boy, no, you are no. really uncultured. Mama, you've been you know, on my mind. And then, you know what I need, Jay? Yeah. Is tell me. like a greatest hits collection. One disker. Yeah. Um, of Dylan's song. So I know a little bit more about him. Well, some of his, you know what? I live in the UK. So <laughs> tell me what I should do. Let me tell you something here, Chaz. <laughs> If the year was 2011, and it is, <laughs> why, you could go down to your local record store in the UK, and you could buy something called All-Time Best, semicolon, Dylan. Check it out. Mm. Yeah? Is it, is it pure enough? Are you doing it right up, now? No. Let's hope there's a real pure, Jake. No, that's all-time, that's just all-time best. Pure. It's not pure. You're going to have to come to America for that. Uh, <laughs> no can do. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Uh, anyway... Well, this shows it's kind of a it's kind of a little sneak peek into a into a kind of a recording publishing music world that doesn't really exist anymore, and stopped existing really in about 1970. I'd say that. Bowie Bowie attempted to do this yeah. in the mid to late 60s. Also, right, it was still it's around Bowie. for sure into the early 70s. He had a, he had a couple hits okay. for other people. Yeah, nice. Oh, nice. you pretty things was originally a hit for uh, Peter Newman oh, of Purple's Hermits. That's right. Yeah, we've and then, he, and then Bowie released his own version like six months later. Um, and so Dylan stopped doing this in 1964. Basically, the last song he brought in was Mr. Tambourine Man. So he went from... Never heard of it. He kind of went from all of his like little folk ditties and stuff in the last couple of years, and then through the protest, and then through um, some of his stream of consciousness stuff. But then like Mr. Tambourine Man is a totally different animal than, you know, in terms of song structure and, and, what, it, yeah, yeah. and what it all meant than his earlier stuff. <laughs> Um, so that's it. There's two discs. There's 25 songs on the first disc and 22 on the second disc. Um, yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit more in points. Um, I think this is more of a like a fascinating document rather than like a completely wonderful. It, list- so- it sounds really document. It sounds like something you could get digging digging into, even if it's not like even if every song isn't amazing. Like right. it, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, it is fascinating, and it's it's definitely like worth it being out in the world. You know. Um, yeah, despite yeah. some of the sound quality being being not so great, but not it's it it most of them are pretty good because he did go and do this in in professional recording studios. Um, so yeah, that's the Bootleg Series Volume Nine, the Whitmark demos. Uh, somehow debuted at number twelve in the U.S. This thing did nice one, uh, and number eighteen in the U.K. And uh, so Bob had Bob had kind of a anything after about know, like two thousand one maybe. Or even after 97, like, each year is just kind of a parade of stuff that he did that wasn't that bad, you know? He doesn't have, he doesn't have a lot of bad stuff. And, like, with, with occasionally, occasionally punctuated by stuff that was that bad. <laughs> occasionally. He didn't do stuff that bad throughout the 2000s. But 2011, you know, good year. Good year for Bob. Good year for me. I was... Did I turn... Good year for America. <laughs> was it? I <laughs> Probably. It's pre-2016, so it had to have been okay. Well, the recession was waning. It was good. Yeah, boy. Hard times. Hard times boy. in New York town. 
Yeah. All right, Chaz, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it on over to you. Hey. Hey, Thank you for doing that, Jake. No problem. So we're looking at 2011. Uh, for those of you who listen to the show, I don't know, even like twice, you've probably come across uh, what I don't even like to call anymore, but still call. The dedication. You have to. You have to call it. It was a period between 2003 and 2013 where Bowie did virtually nothing. Mm. He mm. was retired. Then he came back later on. But this was... Now, 2011 and 2012 are... Peak Dave Cation. They are hands down the quietest years of his entire career. Wow. And therefore the most difficult ones to do. Uh, For you. There was an Iggy Pop live album from 77 where Bowie's playing piano. That came out. There was a Golden Years remix app, which one of those where you got the stems. Yeah, love it. Some Bowie songs appeared in an episode of Glee. Yeah. This is great. This is is honestly (laughs) the best we have to talk about. The only meaningful thing I have to even mention in 2011 is that he started recording the next day, which didn't come out until 2013. Mm. Make it by far the longest he ever worked on an album. Wow. Before it came out. A lot of his albums, he did the whole thing in two, three weeks. Sure. This one's like two years. So, Uh, and that's honestly all I have for Bowie in 2011. Wow. So, well, see you we later. 20, we did this in 2012. Instead, we're bringing back a feature segment from 2012 because 2012 was equally slim uh, to uh, to use up the time and have a little fun. And this hey. is in 20 the 2012 episode. We we named it. We gave it the atrocious name mm. of Let's Translate. <laughs> I don't know. Premise, ladies and gentlemen, it's a game. It's a game for Jake. Yeah. The premise is, yeah. I took the lyrics oh. to very famous David Bowie songs. There's no, like, deep cuts here. These are all songs that are well-known that Jake certainly knows. Yeah. And I ran them through Google Translate. I translated <laughs> them to Hawaiian uh-huh. and then translated them back into English. <laughs> and they came be, become a kind of delightfully garbled mess. Yeah. I also really feel like Bowie would have enjoyed the style of, like, of writing. I could have seen him doing this himself. You know, he, he developed some software in the, in the 90s to help him, like, do the cut-up technique. And, and he literally, like, would write lyrics and cut them up in different pieces and mm-hmm. throw, them on a, like, throw them on a table and mix them around and do different stuff. Yeah. I could see him doing something like this to get unexpected lyrical combinations. Uh, so I think it, speaking of which, the, just as an yeah. aside, I was looking at... Uh, so my daughter is eight, and she's, uh, she has a bunch of spelling tests and stuff like that. So she practices yeah. all these words throughout the week. And I was recently looking at... Um, so I say the word out loud, and she writes them down on these little notebooks. And I was recently looking at it, and it looked like a poem. Like, just all the random uh-huh. words kind of, like, stuffed together. And I was like, wow. This is a nice little poem. Bowie would have liked them. Yeah. He hey. likes that kind of stuff. Hey, I, feel, I feel a special tip. connection to him right now. Cut up, cut up, dot type stuff. So here we go, Jake. I am going to start reading uh-huh. the, um, Okay. As I'm soon ready. as you feel like you can identify it, you're going to go for it. I've got, I don't even have five or six today. Ooh. I've tried to arrange them in, like, from easiest to, to hardest, in what I think is probably easiest to okay. hardest. All right. There's going to be a bonus feature of this episode, but I'll tell you that after the first one, okay? I'm very nervous. Right. Go ahead. Okay. Yep, I think so. Yes, yes. Mmm. Not sure what I was expecting. And my time was running out. Millions of dead places, and every time I thought I would get it. I'm the one who doesn't want fat. I got it. So I turned myself in front of me. Go for it. Changes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep reading it. Okay, please. But I have never had any experience. How else do we see Faker? I was very quick to take that test. (laughs) Ch-ch-ch-ch-change. Find and behave differently. Ch-ch-lowly. Do not want to be rich. <laughs> change 
mortified and behave differently. Chicha Loli. There is none other person. Time can change me, but I couldn't find the time. <laughs> That's awesome. This I definitely do like hit. the first verse into the chorus. You know, I don't do the full song. That would get tedious. But well, I had to. I had to interject before you started saying "ch ch ch changes." Oh yeah, I was gonna like. I would. I would have stopped and asked you before I got. Okay, good. So good. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well really, done, Jake. That was that was good. That was really good. And that one was so, for whatever reason that was obvious. Uh, it, it, it has some of the same framing. Anyway, yeah, my new feature one. that I did not feature last time is uh, a little BVD theater. Uh-oh. I'm going to attempt to sing the song <laughs> to the tune with yeah. the new lyrics and see how long I can make it before it just doesn't make me, like, I can't even handle it anymore. Okay, you're going to do this each time you're trying to tell me. Well, we'll see. If, it, if it's still entertaining after a couple, I'll keep All going. Right. I'll right. be done. You, you tell me. Uh, tell me. Uh, listeners, right. listeners, call in. Call in when you hear this and <laughs> tell us if it's entertaining or not. <laughs> Mom. Call in. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> Not sure what I was expecting. And my time is running out. Millions of dead places. And every time I thought I would get it, I'm the one who doesn't want facts. So I turn myself in front of me. But I've never had any experience. How else do we see the faker? I was very quick to take that test. Change and find and behave differently. Chicha lowly. Do not want to be rich. Change, find and behave differently. Chicha lowly. There is another person. Time can change me, but I couldn't find the time. Oh wow! Oh wow! There you go. Yeah, I don't know if we'll do that for all of them. Maybe no. pick out a couple. Hey, you pick out a couple as we go along. Tell me which ones you want to do. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right. Well done on that one, Jake. You got that one early. Oh, got Four it. points. Nailed it. Nailed okay. it. <clears throat> Next one. All right. I'm ready. Didn't know the timing and the lights were low. I relied on the radio. Some balls were placed under one that had a <laughs> rock and roll viz. Then it became a big sound came back like a so slow sound in a haze of gray. Ha! That's not DJ. It's a cosmic jive. Oh, my gosh. There is a star waiting in the sky. Yeah. He wants to come and meet us. Okay, okay, got it. blow our minds. Got it. Okay, Starman. Yeah. Starman, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the chorus ended up being really, really close. Yeah, I know. The verse ended up weird, but the chorus is close. I, I have to admit, I... I I thought it might be Starman before that, but I wasn't sure. The first line where they actually still yeah. line with low and low and radio, yeah. Right. I knew it was something off Ziggy for sure. Yeah, yeah, yep. Okay. There is a star waiting in the sky. He told us to smoke for the reason that he knows it makes sense. He told me they will have no children. Kids will use it. Have all the kids buggy. <laughs> I just think these are fantastic. What was the? What was? The, did you already say? I'm gonna credit my wife for this idea. Again. Yeah, I don't think I mentioned. I didn't mention. She, my wife came up with the idea. It's not my idea. Thanks, Claudia. It's, it's really fun. It really is. So what? What uh, uh, did you say already? What language you used? Hawaiian. You used Hawaiian. Oh. Yeah, and in the 2012 episode, I experimented a lot. At one point, I was going to translate it through like eight different languages. Yeah, and it was. It just takes forever. Sure. And then, so I was trying to land on one, and then I realized like, I got the same, like, just as good a result by translating just to Hawaiian and back as I did. I Hawaiian's it. Thanks, Hawaii. 50th State of the Union. <laughs> Thanks, Hawaii. All right, do you want that one sung, or should we go? No, let's keep going. Okay. <clears throat> so, you're, you're two for two. All right. Less points for Starman because you had to wait to the chorus, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's you a point seven five. At the, .75. At the least. 
Okay. All right, this, this one we'll see. Yeah, this one you should get right away, but we'll see. Okay. Be careful. Put on your red shoes and dance to the laughs. Be careful. In the song they played, the song. Be successful. As the light shines on your face. Be successful. Walking through the crowd to nowhere. If you say run, I will run with you. And if you have a password, we will hide. Because I love you. Break my heart in two. If you fall into my hands and tremble like a flower. Oh. Oh man, I thought you got this one. Get this no, one. No, I'm uh, I'm struggling. Oh 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 oh. Uh, try again. Uh, just start over. Be careful. Put on your red shoes and dance to the laughs. Be careful. In the song they played the song. Be successful. As the light shines on your face. Be successful. Walking through the crowd. It's not. Uh, it's not modern love. No, I'll be close. Uh. If you say run, I will run with you. That's straight up. That didn't change at all. Okay. And if you have a password, we will hide. Because I love you. Break my heart in two. If you fall into my hands and tremble like a flower. Let's, tremble like a flower. Is it, less, too. is it less dance? It's let's dance. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, so what's fun about this is that let's dance somehow became, that translated back as be careful. Right. Let's sway became be successful. <laughs> so weird. Let's see. Careful. <laughs> Be careful. Put on your red shoes and dance to the last. Yeah, okay. Boy, the, yeah. Be careful. I think In it really. The song, they played the song. It really threw me off that that, that be careful. Be successful. Thing. <laughs> be successful. As the light shines on your face. I order you not to be successful. If you say run, I will run with you. Ba ba. And if be you have a password, careful. we will hide, 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 hide. All right. That one, you got 0.25 points. 0.25? Come on, I guess. All right, 0.5. 0.5. Thank, thank you, thank you. That's all yeah, I want. Right. We still got it, but took a little hand. Yeah, I did. All right. Okay. They pulled back behind the bridge. She laid him down. He sighed. Gee, my life sounds fun. Am I young? Mm. Then he kissed her, and then she picked up her sound, took her bro- took her babies away. I know. It took him a it's, few young, it's young Americans. It took him. It's young Americans. It's young Americans. It is. Yes. It took him a few minutes. It took him. Heaven will know he has taken something. But all night long, he wants a young teenager. Oh no. <laughs> the United States. Young teenager. Wants young teenager. All night long. But he wants young teenagers. Oh no, stop. Life is staggering through the glass window. It has a slinky spine. Ooh, it does. She was furious as she whipped up my mustache. Oh, no. But when heaven refuses, he takes something. But freaks and his style are for nothing. <laughs> he did some work and cut his hand off, though. No evidence. He smelled like music. He asked, <laughs> where are Papa's soldiers gone? All night long, he wants young teenagers. No. The United States, young teenagers, wants young teenagers. All right. Yes, he wants young teenagers. Oh, I really wish it wasn't about young teenagers for him. <laughs> I really do. Hey, uh, by the way... I'm very my, uncomfortable right now. My Bowie cover album that features these lyrics is going to be called He Smelled Like Music. <laughs> I think that's only appropriate. <laughs> All right, good work on that one. That's full points on yeah. that one. Had that one early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full full marks on that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I haven't, right. su- I haven't truly missed yet. Almost. No, no, not entirely. All right, one more or no, two more? I don't know that you will. Maybe the last one. Yeah. But we'll see. All right. <clears throat> This is number five? Number five. Sure. Up to, up to, do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 do,
outstanding voice and intelligence? Internet, blue, red light. <laughs> That's the color of my room. What? Where to stay? Blue, blue. Blindfolders were told all day. There's nothing to do, nothing to say. Blue, blue. I would sit down, waiting for the gift <sighs> of sound and vision. Oh, come on. All right. It's sound. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't get that I should have stopped ahead of time and asked you on that one. Yeah, I didn't get that one. I wasn't going to get right. sound I, I forgot that they did. They no, I wouldn't have got that. I wouldn't have they got that. They translated sound and vision earlier as voice and intelligence. Oh. <laughs> which I like sure. a lot. <laughs> yeah, so much better. <laughs> come on. I was saying, awaiting the gift of sound and vision. It's going through my head, over my head. Don't be surprised sometimes. Outstanding voice and intelligence? <laughs> like, I love that the sometimes they translated to voice and intelligence, sometimes kept it as sound and vision. Wow. I'm not sure I would have got sound and vision anyway. I never liked that song that much, so I never... Yeah, liked. I know you don't like that song for some reason. Well, I don't know. I just never probably, listened to it a lot. It's probably because you're a terrible person. It's probably because it's 80s Bowie. No, 70, 77? 77, Jig. I never... His greatest album, Low. Yeah, I know. I just... <sighs> I never... <laughs> being a classic rock nerd <sighs> as I am, I never got into the Berlin Trilogy for some reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why we do this podcast, Chaz, is so you that you can so enlighten me. Oh, I'm not very sorry, because... <laughs> I think so. All right. <laughs> it just Number six, happen. you're four for five. Still, yeah, still not too real, bad. real nice. Real, yeah. real oh, nice. yeah. Good batting average. Real, real nice. Great. All right, this one, um, we're going to go as long as as it takes. I I really enjoyed this one, so I kept going. I did as the whole song. As long as it takes. This sounds ominous. Well, I did the entire song, is all I'm saying. Oh, I see. I think, I think you'll probably get it by the end, but this also is, I don't know. This one's like less often on classic rock radio, but you yeah. know this. Shoot. KQRS. Put oh, it on. What? Oh, I'm just telling KQRS 92.7 to put this in rotation <laughs> for me. Please. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. You have to remember a person, too. In that first song, I heard some news from the great treasure. Yes, don't tell the truth. They received a letter from the power man. I'll be happy if you hope to. I hope everything I love. More specific information. The tearing of nothing is death. Picture of Jap girls in synthesis, and I i have no money, and I have hair. I was thinking, crap, but the world was crystal clear. Lush lips, funk and funky. We see a junkie of Major Tom. It is held in the highest heaven, low to medium low. There's total giveaway in the last couple yeah, of okay. lines, but that's great. Yeah, that's I often reflect on my own time. I'll be quiet tonight. But because of the little green wheels I have, well, not anymore. I was with a very important partner. I'm happy, you're happy too. One lightning bolt, but not blown. I didn't do well. I didn't do well. Mm. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. Still, I did not make any of the second. Fruit OT. <laughs> Need some pressure to break the ice. You are going down. Want to know? Lush lips, funk and funky. We see a junkie of Major Tom. It is held in the highest heaven. Low to medium low. My <laughs> mother said, get things. Well, you didn't agree with Major Tom. My mother said, get things. Well, you didn't agree with Major Tom. <laughs> My mother said, get things. Well, you didn't agree with Major Tom. My mother said, get things. Well, you didn't agree with Major Tom. Uh, I have a feeling that all of the Bowie fans that are listening right now are just screaming whatever song this yeah, is over and over. I think, I have, I have, I think you, you got to just not know this song. I have no idea. It's Ashes to Ashes. Yeah, I don't know that song. Okay. All right. That was, like I said, it's a less often, you know, well, it was still a giant hit. It was a little song, but it's, it's not on classic rock radio. It yeah. Ashes. It was a yeah. delightful translation into a translation, for sure. Yeah. Loved every yeah. second. Loved, loved every the second. Refer- the references to Major Time with it obviously not the Yeah, yeah right. I knew that it gives was, it away. That's why everyone's the only screaming. The song where he referenced Major Time was in Ashes to Ashes. 
It's interesting though. I don't even know what lines, what after the words "ashes to ashes" became in this, because the two courses aren't tell. the same. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what. Yeah, that seems lush bizarre. Lip, it's gonna be lush lips, lush lips, ashes to ashes. <laughs> Lush to ashes. Funk and funky. Nubble doo doo. Major. Ashes to ashes. Funk to funky. We know Major Tom's a junk. Yeah, so Lush Lips, apparently. All right, so. I, Young Americans is probably my favorite Bowie song. I think. What? It's switching things up. It was, you, you've said it, uh, Modern Love. It was before. Modern Love. I mean, that's a great song, too. But I think Young Americans. I, I made a. I made a parlor game out of knowing all the words at some point in my life to Young Americans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, and I, uh, Bruce Springsteen. There's a lot. Born, of, there are a lot of words. I know. I was proud of myself. And Bruce Springsteen's "Born now, to Run." The, sing, the single version or the actual full-length version? I don't know. Removes an entire verse in the middle of the song. It's a really weird single version. Whatever was on my greatest hits album. No, it's probably the edit then. Well, I'm sorry. It's still long. It's still like six yeah, minutes, and he sings the whole time. Does he do the part where he's like? Ain't there one damn song that can yeah. make me break down and cry? Bum, 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 I can't, bum, I can't bum, remember bum, if that's in the oh, edited version or not. But they do. They cut like, out a verse in the middle of the song. It's a really weird. Like it's a weird edit. Oh, I don't know. Well, actually, actually, Ashes to Ashes is a weird edit too because they remove like parts out of the middle of it. Who cares, Chaz? I care. Ah! Jake, well done. Four out of six. Nice work. Not too shabby. Uh, I want to make a reference here. I had to. I had to throw out Gene Genie. Yeah. Because the words Gene Genie translated back as Gene Genie. And yeah. they say Gene Genie about 50 times in right. the song. Right away, too. Gene in 2012, or the, the 2012 episode, I threw out fame for exactly the same reason. Okay. Fame! It, be, it was just fame. Like, as the first word fame. was fame. Fame, just, fame, yeah. fame, but fame, fame. That was good fun. It was good fun. Hey, thanks, Chaz. I appreciate that. Thanks hey. for putting in the work on a year when you didn't have to. You know, unlike um, Bowie, you did stuff this time. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> way to go hey well one last thing here is our year in hair oh yeah I forgot my year in fro but you go ahead with year in hair okay year in hair Jake this is a this was the hardest part here maybe Ugh. because I could not find any photos mm. or, or anything of him in 2011 nothing quiet all quiet on the Bowie front so Jake what I did was compare his hair in 2010 to his hair in 2012 Okay. And fortunately, they were exactly the same. <laughs> you did so an I average. Think, <laughs> I think we can assume that yeah. his hair was the same in 2011 as well. Yeah. Has it is, a, you know, we're, we're taking a chance here. We're, you know, but... We're really it's, going it's, out on a limb. It's a hypothesis. You know, it's an informed guess. Has it occurred to uh, you... Has it occurred to you that maybe there are no photos of him in 2011 because his hair was outrageous? Like, Big. even worse than How it could possibly How could it be compared to all of his other haircuts? What if he shaved <laughs> it and he had a huge tattoo put on his skull or something? That would be awesome. Yeah. I would like to see that. <laughs> well, I wish he were not, I wish he had not been, you know, cremated because we could exhume oh, his body to oh, check on Let's just not. It took us, we're so close to being done. And you, <laughs> and your, and your, and your unkind, uh, I mean, not unkind, kind of. Di- disturbing statements. Okay. <laughs> well, I take it back. I don't know. All right. Speaking of disturbing, Whatever. let's do year and fro. Let's do year and fro. Right so now. I'm assuming oh. we're guessing that he was pretty normal looking. Yeah. With shortish, pretty normal uh, middle aged man's hair, uh-huh. parted, sort of swept back, but classy. He was classy. Sure. Hair look, it looked. It was a good haircut for him. It looked good in him. Okay. Uh, I give it a. Three and a half. 
Wow. Yep. Wow. I mean, that hurt. I think the score is... Ima- imagine you're here that we don't know actually happened. I think the score is fraudulent. We don't have any proof. We don't have any proof at all. We don't, we don't no. No, we don't. This is an assumptive score, and those don't stand. Hey, but noted throughout. It's not, I'm not, you know, I'm not claiming that I can you're, give this a real... You're yeah. self-aware. I mean... Doing my best. <clears throat> the year and hair standings are very important to this podcast, so... We'll just have to put a we'll just have to put an asterisk next to it. And that's fine. Yeah, hey. Whoa, hey. Alright, how about the year and let's do the year and fro and then we'll do points. Year and fro. Alright. Um, so if you'll remember, um, at some point, maybe 2010, 2008, the fro had gotten a die job somewhere in there. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, a possibly controversial die job. It seems in twenty eleven that the fro gave up controversial the die. In my heart. <laughs> right. I mean, inquiring minds need to know. Um, it looks like the fro maybe gave up the dye job, at least for this year. Um, it's very gray and frizzy, um, but I, th- I think it's kind of distinguished in a way. Um, I call it the silver frocks. The silver <laughs> frock, frocks? Yeah, yeah, frocks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, and it may have something to do with this hat choice, which is very nice. It's a, and I tried to, I tried to find the name of this. Uh, maybe you know. It's a wide-brimmed hat, but it has a flat top. And I thought... Mm-hmm. Looking through, you know, my extensive Google search. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It looks like a boater, but it's not made of straw. Yeah, it's, it's not made of straw. It's a wider brim than that. I think it is a wider I, brim than that. But I couldn't I find. I the, couldn't find the, the exact. Gentlemen, home. I used to be a professional theatrical costumer. Correct. And I can definitely picture where these were at where I used to work mm-hmm. in the costume shop I used to work at. And it's like a 20s thing, right? 1920s thing, maybe. Yeah, well, it's like a kind of a person hat, like you'd expect, you know, like an early turn, turn of the century. Yeah, a person to wear something. Yeah, like exactly. This. It's very, but, it's uh, very classy. I, I like. I'm it. betting I knew the name of it at one point. I do not anymore. Yeah. Um, so for now, we're going to say. Sorry, let you down, Jake. That's okay. Uh, we can quit this podcast now because you yes. well, you ruined everything. So long, everybody. Well, bye. Bye. Bye forever. Okay, we're back. Let's do some points. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm going to give points to the Bootleg Series Volume 9, and I don't know where to put it. I guess we, we'll throw it on 2010. I mean, I'm fine if you want to punish me for not actually doing this during 2010, but it's not going ch- it's it's really, to change the not, winner. It's not going to affect either either years. No, yeah, what, no, that's true. Put it, put it <laughs> that's true. All right, uh, so I give it a 1.5, a plus 1.5. All right, good. I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's good to listen to. I don't, I don't put it on because it's not like... I mean, they're just demos. So, yeah. like, some of them are very nice and cool, and um, and I like them. But it's more kind of a, a very interesting document, which I think it speaks to the effectiveness of the bootleg series, that they can kind of just put this sort of interesting time period out um, and let everyone and let everyone have at it. But it's not necessarily, like, it's not mind-blowing, like, the uh, the cutting edge or, or, or some, of the other, some of the other things. Yeah. Um, some of these songs were on previous bootleg series especially bootleg series volume one through three and of course they've been bootlegged in uh p- perpetuity uh by by fans and and other by bootleggers people. by bootleggers let's just call them what they are they're bootleggers yeah yeah, yeah. It's not all right around. so plus 1.5 i uh brooke and i enjoyed listening to this my wife because she enjoys early dylan when i met okay. her she was already an early dylan fan which made her very attractive to me I'll just say it. Uh, so, the same day. <laughs> exactly. Well, you like Dylan? <laughs> 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 oh! <laughs> Marry me now! <laughs> anyway, um, number uh, the second thing is the live at Brandeis University, 1963. 
Again, early Dylan. He's thirsty. He wanted that attention. Mm. He's kind of a kind of a hungry. Mis- he's a thirsty hungry dude. Means thirsty means something different, James. <laughs> in, current, was, in the current day and age, he was thirsty. I mean, for- he also been thirsty, but that's not <laughs> hopefully not reflected on this on this live concert. But what if it was? <laughs> he's pretty much just singing to the uh, the five coeds in the front row. He's thirsty for fame. Uh, and he's and he's just about to become famous, but he's not quite there yet. Um, it's it's nice. It's fine. Um, out of a possible plus three, which we give for full live albums, I give it a plus one. It's it's fine to listen hey. to. I don't I don't throw right. it on there. But again, that's kind of a personal preference thing. I'm not a huge, you know, uh, early Dylan fetishist. Um, and then he had the Neverending Tour, which he did 89 dates. Got himself in a little hot water in China, but. I'm, you know, I don't know how you. Who feel. hasn't? Who hasn't? <laughs> we're we're doing it right now by talking about China. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, if he was if he was super censored, that that'd be something interesting, I guess. But I I still feel like I'm really. I'll admit, Jake, I'm really glad when you said that he got himself in a little controversy this tour. I was worried that he like accidentally said something racist or something. No, 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 nothing like that. I was that. worried he was going to be like, oh. No, he doesn't say. No, right. He decided to play in China. Like, I, I don't know. Doesn't that seem like. Do <laughs> people want to hear Bob Dylan exactly. too? Exactly. Right. There's fans in China. Like, it has nothing right. to do with the government. Like, who cares about yeah. them? Like, they're letting like, him play there for people. Like, you're punishing, you know, over a billion people because. Right. I agree with that. We got an overly controlling government. Yeah. Know? All right. Well, we're like on the Dylan. Then like Dylan. Just do it. Yeah. I mean, don't they get to hear Bob Dylan too? I don't understand. Um, yeah, so anyway. I get, yeah, I don't always get those those things. Like, how is this punishing the government by refusing to play China? Right, and also like maybe the government receives some subsidy from the concert, but what 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 would that have been in in like as a percentage of their gross national product or something like right. supporting them by playing there is not really a reason not to. Right. Right. All right. Um, so I give it a plus 0.5 as I do for normal, uh, never ending tour years. So way to go, Bob. It looks like, it looks like if we're just talking 2011, you got a plus 1.5. Yeah. Let's and, just do that. It all is. right. Throw, and we'll throw just, it on the last one. We'll put it on 2010. So, okay. but an extra 1.5, for the bootleg series volume nine Chaz, i know you're going to need 20 or 30 minutes to go over your points so why don't you just you just there's nothing i'm done what what say again there's nothing i'm done okay great well <laughs> this has been a anticlimactic climactic vision of boy versus dylan <laughs> yeah nothing nothing just nothing quite worthy. he played piano on some live officially released bootlegs but he popped uh, there was an app of Golden Years that probably had nothing to do with whatsoever. Golden Years. Where you could remix the stems, which sounds kind of fun. Womp, womp, womp. That's a great album. song, too. Is that on the same album as Young Americans? No. No, album after. Yeah, okay. Those are the, the two albums in his soul period. There might be an album that I liked then, but no. Now I don't. Young <laughs> <laughs> American Station Station. Station Station in particular, one of my favorites. Yeah. One of my yeah, we know. You would like that album. I'm just saying, you would like that one. Okay, I'll tell you what. Hey, I'll tell you uh, what. So next episode. Yeah, what are we doing next number episode? Number fifty. Woo, fifty We're years like old. Over another hill at that point. Forties mm. over the hill. Fifties <laughs> over under the hill. I don't know. <laughs> no wait, that's the, the, the dumb jokes you make. You're on the down better side. over the hill than under the hill. <laughs> I always say. Who is under the... Oh, under the hill because you're dead. Got it. Yeah, Jake, come on. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. You're almost over the hill. you got to get with this, Jake. you got to get ready. You're turning 40 later this yeah. same 
through your. I know. I am um, still like ten months away though, so no worries. Well, still, that's still so close. A good ten. Nine and a half months away. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our fiftieth anniversary extravaganza, we're just doing a pretty normal uh, top ten list. We are, and we're doing the top ten covers. Oof. Uh, you, those of you, the fans at home, are like, but what? You already <laughs> did the top ten covers. It was episode number twenty, and um, and I was, remember it okay. so well. And I'm sending you. So well. I'm sending you a thousand dollars. I'm actually picturing like the. Um, the comic book shop guy from The Simpsons, yeah. like Will. Oh, Will! Actually, you already did this episode at number twenty. <laughs> to so I'm me, hoping you must I'm answer these questions. I'm just hoping if anybody is nerdy about the podcast as he is nerdy about everything in the entire world. We just need one. We but need one. we're changing things up. Last time we did top ten best covers that our guys did of the rest of the world. True story. This time it's top ten covers the rest of the world did of our guys. Right. Oh, right. It'd be saucy. It should be. It mm-hmm. should be. In my case, maybe even challenging. Challenging. Well, I but sure in a good hope way. that one of Bowie's covers of Dylan makes up with Jake. That's spoiler alert. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only because yeah. he didn't do good yeah. covers above Dylan's songs. No, he didn't. <laughs> Sorry. No, he didn't. no. Spoiler no. alert. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting because uh, Dylan's famous for how many people have covered him really well, and Bowie's yeah. famous for how few people have covered him. There you go. Mm-hmm. Really well. So, it's going to be hard for both of us. A study in contrast. It'll be, it'll be fun. A study in contrast. Ah. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah. I'm Charlie, and I like Bowie. I'm Jake, and I love Dylan. We'll see you next time. Hey. Bye. <laughs>